Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. If you focus on what is in terms of what you do not have, you are simply getting in the way of what is coming. If you focus on what is in terms of what you do not have, you are getting in the way of what is coming. Your higher self knows what you want. Source knows what you want, and it already exists for you. All you need to do is access it to raise your vibration by getting into alignment so that you open the pathways for these things to appear. And if you do not need it, it shall not come. If you need it for your exploration, then it is already here. If you need it, you have it. Now, if you adopt that beneficial belief that if you do not need it, it shall not come, then you are in agreement with your higher self, which is all alignment is, and opening the pathway for whatever is to come. Does that make sense? If you focus on what you have as being enough, I have what I need to be on this exploration. I trust that whatever I do not have, I do not need in this moment and actually feel that to be true then you raise your vibration, clear out your vibration, and all the things you dream of will appear. How will they appear? Well, it starts with an idea. Let your mind wander. You ever notice how you have all sorts of daydreams when you're relaxed in the shower? These are inspired ideas. The fact that you are daydreaming in the shower is evidence that you are in alignment. If you're writing lists of what you need to get done or monologuing about what you're going to say to that friend who talked about you behind your back and wait to tell her what's what, or to your significant other who literally ignored you and then bit your head off when you just said hello, then you're out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, you close the door on what's coming. So keep finding your alignment, keep daydreaming, keep raising your vibration and what comes next. Well, these dreamlike ideas become concrete, actionable items from your higher self because you have opened the line of communication with your higher self. And what do you do when you receive an inspired, actionable idea? You act. But what will people say if I do that? What if I'm rejected? What if I lose my friend? What if I lose my paycheck? Those are just your fears talking. That is your ego stopping you from acting on inspiration. Now your ego serves a purpose here. If you were to feel the urge to say, throw your phone, then the ego stopping you would give you a moment of pause that you need to not throw your phone, which is helpful because if you throw your phone, well, you crack the phone, you got to go to the genius bar. It's a whole thing. You lose your day because the line took forever. You had to cancel your lunch plans and on, on, and on. But when the ego pops up to stop you from doing what you're inspired to do, you must push past it. You must act, get back into a state of daydreaming. Let your mind play, focus on where you are in this moment and anything other than it is absolutely perfect just as it is because it got me here on this journey of self-discovery. Anything other than that is keeping you from everything that is rightfully yours. Yep, I said it, rightfully yours. Because we are taught that you need to work your ass off to earn what you want. Otherwise, you don't deserve it. We do that with everything. Even with, I have to run three miles to earn my ice cream. I have to toil, effort, and struggle to earn that paycheck. Well, your higher self calls bullshit. That's not how the system works. You want to have it, you can be, do, and have anything you want. But in order to do that, you must be an allower. Allow those things to appear, not come to you because they're already there to appear. Keep finding your alignment. 
keep quieting that voice that haunts you on a daily basis about what you're not doing, how much money you need to do X, Y, and Z, how you're not appreciated at work, how you're never going to find a partner, how your body's an asshole, and know that the answers to all your happiness and fulfillment are inside you. See the perfection, align with your inner self, and this will give you clarity. Clarity is what we're looking for. Listen for the inspirations, find the courage to act on them, and be patient because I know we're all in a hurry, but time is just a way for your ego to fuck with you. So tell it to shut the hell up. There's no rush. We're eternal. We got nothing but time. So take your time, go easy on yourself and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are eternal. What, what are we in a rush for? Where are we going? We're going to, we're going absolutely nowhere ever. And we're going to keep doing this journey over and over again until we learn these lessons and expand in love and then come back and learn different lessons and expand until we reach new dimensions, new planes, new existences, new beings and new universes. I mean, who's to say this is even the only universe? Why limit yourself to imagining this is that's, that is also hubris to imagine that this is the, forget this is the only planet, which we know is not true. There are living beings all over the universe, but how is this the only universe? If we created it, can't you imagine that there are infinite number of universes? So we're really not going anywhere. May as well have a good time and sort of take the pressure off because we are the only ones putting that pressure on ourselves. We're the only ones confining ourselves. No one's confining us. There is no one in your room right now saying to you, you can't do, have, and be these things. There's no one in your room saying you're not good enough. There's no one in the room saying, oh, you can't write that email. Like, who are you to do that? You're the only person saying that to yourself. Mm -hmm. And we say to ourselves constantly, but it's like, shut the hell up. It's mm -hmm. enough. Stop talking about me like that. <laughs> Jax, how, what, when, you know, for, for the inspiration, there is a struggle for me at times to like, we we're on the phone the other day and Natasha and I'm like, I'm inspired to get ice cream. So I'm going to go get ice cream. <laughs> that inspiration, I was in a good place. Right. But also like, I am a self-saboteur at heart. So am I getting the ice cream? Is the, that's a limiting belief. I'm a self-saboteur is a limiting belief. If you're in alignment and you feel good and you want to get the ice cream, then you know, it's aligned and it's just making you happy. And the ice cream isn't going to do anything bad to you. Did you have a tummy ache after the ice cream? A little bit. Because there is still that little, little limiting belief there that you're a self-sabotager. I'm not viewing it as neutral, right? right. You that. believe that it is going to do something to your body. And by the way, that's so deeply ingrained in us. That takes a long time. You know, it's a process. And even if you can move the needle a little, I'll say having a little tummy ache is better than a big tummy ache or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. hives or re-re, right? So a little <laughs> discomfort, but, you know, and also don't forget, sometimes the inspiration is meant to lead you to a manifestation event. And that could be a minor manifestation event, which it was, which led you to say that right now, which everyone can relate to. And here mm -hmm. we are talking about it. And therefore it's important. And it was exactly what you were supposed to do in that moment. Does that and make sense? Just, uh-huh. No, fully agreed. And distinguishing between the inspiration being 
between inspiration or fear, right. Is, is, um, or something that is, is that that's the hardest part. That is the hardest part. Essentially, if you are in a place of alignment, then that inspiration is purposeful, right. That is, you can trust exactly. You can trust that it's your inner voice. You can trust if you feel good, it is a feeling reality. All you're ever doing is feeling something. If you can feel that you feel on the aligned side of the, of the coin and you're feeling good. If you're feeling stressed, annoyed, aggravated, you're trying to change the conditions. You're mad. So you want the ice cream to make you feel better. Then you're looking to outside conditions to make you feel something that's not going to go the way you would prefer it to go. It still will be perfect. That will definitely create a manifestation event. But if you feel good and you do it to enjoy it and you're feeling in that sort of place where you're not trying to change anything or get anything from anyone or do anything to change how you feel, then you know you're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the idea. If you're not trying to make yourself feel differently than you feel in that moment, then it's inspiration. If you're trying to control how you feel, like I said, if you're upset, um, you got into an argument with someone and you're feeling bad and you're feeling all of those limiting beliefs and the unworthiness and like I'm a bad person and shame or whatever came out from that fight. And you're looking to the ice cream to fill that void and just to make you feel better. And for comfort, nothing is wrong. There is no wrong. That is absolutely fine. And you have that prerogative to make that decision. Just know you're looking to the ice cream to change the conditions. You're looking at it to change how you feel. And it will ultimately most likely just make you feel worse because then you'll have the ice cream then it will be done and then you will add whatever Mm. negative feelings come with that which is different for each individual but Mm. maybe you're like oh I just no great I ate all those calories I feel gross I'm it just adds to the the ickiness of the whole thing and the unworthiness of the whole thing but let me tell you if you are just like I want a slice of pizza and I'm psyched to go get it that's not a self-sabotage. You're just, I'm feeling good. And that's what I want right now. You go have it. And there's no bad. I mean, it gets really deep because it actually is the same. You know, you'll hear channels talk about the same thing with like drugs and alcohol. If you're in alignment and you choose to do that, then that's your path. And we make it wrong and we make it bad. And that's a huge limiting belief. Even for me, I still have judgments on certain things, but I know when I'm in alignment, that that's just a judgment and whatever someone chooses to do is for that person and that person's journey and anything negative I would think about is just my own limiting belief and my own judgment. Mm -hmm. And so whatever decision you make when you're feeling good, if it's just something you're excited about doing, it's an alignment. What's the best way then to handle like the other end of the spectrum, the fear thoughts, you know, they may not be full blown events, but, but the fear, like, you know, sort of the other end of what Jordan was experiencing. Specifically, which kinds of thoughts were we talking about? Well, like when you're not feeling good or not in alignment and you're thinking, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fat or I'm not smart or I'm not going to get this job or, you know, this things are taking too long, you know, whatever it is, like, but the negative yeah. sort of that. It's, it's going to keep coming back to processing the limiting beliefs. I'll give you a couple examples because sometimes it is harder than others. You know, again, meditation, anything that gets into alignment, putting on a good song, dancing, 
And you'll notice now that you do this work, you'll notice when you have a thought that is not in agreement to your higher self, which is basically all alignment is when you're seeing things as perfect and as happening for you, that you are the creator for your benefit, then you know, you're aligned with your higher self then you are in alignment. When you agree with your higher self, when you see anything is happening to you, or you're the victim of anything, or you perceive anything as wrong, then you're out of alignment. And you'll start to notice even when your thoughts are like that. And when they are the most important thing you can do, and the fastest way to get out of it is to truly write down what is happening and then just ask the question, how is this for me and answer it. And while you are writing, it slows your brain down enough and slows the ego voice down enough to allow your inner voice to come through, which is why we always say, write. And it's actually even more beneficial if you're just starting to write with a pen and paper because it slows you down just enough to allow that voice to come through. Otherwise that quick chatter in our head is typically our ego. And you can try this as an experiment this week, truly grab your computer and say, this is making me crazy. How is this for me? And just, or just free, write And just see what comes out until you feel better. And you will, if you are open to committing to sitting there and doing that work, taking deep breaths, as we talk about, I had a hard time getting to alignment yesterday and I couldn't find a moment to meditate. I couldn't find a moment to write. And I just kept doing the thing we talked about, about trying to get present, you know, and what I've spoken about, you know, getting back into the frontal lobes out of your fight or flight, just naming things in the room. I was really trying, but my fears were so strong. Oftentimes dealing with my kids that I, I was having a hard time. And then we're in the pool and Pearl was playing this game where she was pretending like she was in trouble in the pool. Like she was not drowning, but couldn't breathe. And obviously that game did ignite fear in me, but I would, I would call that rational fear and not irrational fear. You know, anything that's sort of life-threatening, even though it's all irrational because we can't die and we can't lose anyone. There are certain things that as our physical selves, we're going to call rational. But after that happened, I had a really hard time. The thing that got me back weirdly was number one, I knew I was out of alignment. I knew I had to get back. I was not being any fun. And I said it in my head, I'm not having fun. This sucks. Mm -hmm. I was really short with her. Well, I went to hold my son, you know, that was helpful. And he took a giant dump in his diaper in the (laughs) pool. I smelled it. And I looked at his dad and I said, did he poop? And he said, I don't know, I think so. And I looked in the diaper and it was just your truly whatever you're imagining, just intensified by 10. And I said, no, he did. And it was so gross and ridiculous that it became comical. And we have this little outdoor shower in our house and I picked him up and I took him to the outdoor shower. And even though I had just been cranky all morning, I was so grateful to have an outdoor shower. And I think it was the gratitude for the outdoor shower that got me back. That's it. Just that gratitude. Cause I, I thought about it last night in bed and I was like, when did I get back? And I was in the shower, hosing down his just shit covered ass. 
And, and then I'm like, oh God, I was sitting in it. So I'm going to get a yeast infection. I'm going to get a UTI. Like something's going to go really, and I was like, no, it won't. I, it'll be fine. I got back in the pool with him after for the chemicals to kill it. And I just decided it will be fine. And then it was fine, but that helped me get back into alignment. Gratitude. Gratitude. It really did. And it's funny because I was looking all morning for something and couldn't, I kept saying I'm great, but actual real gratitude for something, seeing the comedy in it and finding something I was grateful for. And then one other example I'll give about, you mentioned like when you're feeling, you know, for your physical appearance, I have this bump on my cheek and it's right in my cheekbone line, which is a part of my face. I've always really liked, you know, I've always picked myself apart, but I've always liked the lines of my cheekbones. And I have this bump that I thought was a lipoma, which is just fat, basically fat buildup, fat cells. And it also is not the same color as the rest of my skin. And I've gone to three different skin doctors who all said it was in my imagination. And I was obsessing over it. And I finally went to this other skin doctor for something else that I was really excited to do. It wasn't Botox yet because I'm still nursing it's coming because I'm excited. So I'm calling that alignment and inspired. I don't care what anyone says. And she said, no, I see it. I see it. And, um, that's actually from sleeping. I sleep just on my face and, you know, they say you're supposed to sleep on your neck, basically like a geisha. If you don't want your skin to wrinkle or move or do anything, I don't do that. I just sleep on my face. And what happened was just from doing that, I actually pushed some, something moved and there's nothing you can do about it unless you do something surgical, but then you have a scar and there's nothing you can do. So what did I do? I processed that limiting belief. I processed that limiting belief on paper. Limiting belief was what specifically? I need to feel pretty to be worthy. I need my face to be pretty, to be accepted. Any flaw on my face is going to be judged by others, mostly myself. I'm judging it. So I perceive it to be wrong. I see this as wrong. What I perceive as this imperfection on my face is wrong. Mm. When I know it's not wrong, it's just a manifestation event. And what happened? This is interesting. What happened was I forgot about it for a while. And I actually thought one day as I was, um, I was nursing, I thought, oh, did that thing go away? And I remembered to go look at it and it didn't go away. It's still there, but I stopped seeing it, (laughs) which is something I never thought would have been possible. And I had put makeup on and when I put makeup on, it doesn't cover it. I mean, I had actually put makeup on and forgotten about it and stopped seeing it. I, even I sometimes get blown away by this work. Not that I have doubts, but maybe that was doubt where there's no way that no matter how much I do this work, I will ever be okay with this giant. I mean, it's, it's the size of a nickel, almost a quarter circle on my face. That's a different color and is a bump right in this perfect area that I used to love. I'll never not see it. And I stopped seeing it Mm. so much so that I thought it went away until I looked for it again. And now how perfect is that? that that thing on my face became evidence that our beliefs really do color our reality and not only color it, create a reality. If I don't see it, 
it's not there. If I'm not thinking about it, it's not there. And guess what? No one else is seeing it either. If I'm not seeing it, no one's seeing it. Right. They don't have to. If I see it, someone has to see it. They have to see it and they have to point it out to me. If you have a limiting belief, someone in a relationship, if you believe something about yourself that is negative or confining, someone has to point it out to you. And you think that person is an asshole for doing that. And they're rude, but they're not. They're doing that for you. And if you don't feel that limiting belief about yourself, that comment cannot come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fascinating? And you attract the, you're living in that space. So you're attracting things that will continue to confirm. Always. That's you are precisely. Mm -hmm. It's just confirming your beliefs. That's all anyone is doing at all times is confirming your beliefs. That is exactly right. Yeah. Spoken from a current status of <laughs> living well, in space. Well, good. Let's, let's, well, if you don't mind, let's take a deep dive into that a little. I, I actually wanted to share something I thought was so interesting that is, is, has zero to do with me, but I'm happy to dig into that. Um, I have to bring up this dateline that I watched because a, okay. but I thought this was so fascinating and I would not have approached my response to the storyline prior to doing this work. Um, and I'm obsessed with Dateline, like Keith Morrison forever. It's my favorite. <laughs> You've um, always loved Dateline. I've always loved Dateline. Anyhow, so this story is about this middle-aged woman who's in a marriage. She's got two kind of maybe teenage kids. She had like, you know, lost a job, gone through a bout of, of serious cancer, and then started working in some sort of um, kind of rehabilitation for, for inmates using dogs as therapy. Over the course of time, she started developing a bit of a affinity for one of the inmates and they ended up having a relationship. She broke him out. They went on a crusade for whatever, a, a couple of days until they were found. And this is, is insane. This woman is like a housewife. She's just a happy housewife and the warden and everyone put all of their trust in her because she was that woman, right? And so you're here, you're watching the Dateline from the perspective of Dateline first, right? Of the story. And you don't know that she is involved in breaking him out at all. All you know is the story about this guy and the murder he, he committed that got him into prison and blah, blah, blah. And suddenly he's missing. And suddenly it's like, oh, maybe he somehow got into the dog, to the van that brings the dogs for therapy every day. Yada, yada, they're out. He's out. And oh no, she's missing. He must have taken her hostage. Mm. And all it, so this is the way the story is portrayed until you get halfway through, you know, and then suddenly she comes on camera and the way that this woman spoke about her life prior to meeting him and finally feeling seen for the first time in her life that she was in a loveless marriage with someone who with, with two children and a husband that were so used to everything being done for them that they stopped seeing her. They stopped asking, they stopped thanking, they stopped she goes through a bout of cancer and she's just all of these things. And the way that she spoke about the life that she created with this prison inmate and how she was like, fuck it. I do not, I, everything was on the table and she was happy to, you know, just pour gasoline and light a match on her life and go and leave her kids for the rest of the time. And, and when you, 
she has no regrets. She has regrets for betraying the trust of the people she worked for, but she has no regrets for anything she did. She spent time in prison. She has now met and married a man <laughs> that, and she's done her own reform or like she's written a book. I, it's like just watching this, you, so, so many people would take, would approach something like that and be in a constant state of, of embarrassment, right? To their, the way that they had behaved. She's like from this upscale area and a housewife and yada, yada. And she doesn't, it's what she, she let it go. She, she was deriving it. all her worthiness from those relationships and not getting it. Cause she obviously wasn't feeling worthy mm-hmm. and not feeling worthy. And then you said she started to do rehab with the dogs, the therapy that was a part of this journey. She brought the dogs to the, uh-huh. she started at some point acting on inspiration. She started at some point listening and no matter how anyone judges that story, the truth is she created everything she wanted, which was mm-hmm. a relationship, excitement, adventure, love, but she had to cultivate that excitement first. That's a really fascinating story. Uh, and she chose herself. She chose her chose herself. And she was not defiant, but she was very just matter of fact. This is what I did. This is what I yeah. did. What I did to get to where I am right now. She's not judging it as or seeing it as wrong. She is an acceptance of the journey. Yeah. And how it's for her. What an interesting life. And now you said she wrote a book. There's going to be something there that's going to inspire other people that are maybe feeling stuck, mm-hmm. unf- not free in whatever life they're in that are going to see that we create our own imprisonment and mm-hmm. that you can be free. I, I bet she, like you said, she even did a stint in jail. She probably felt freer in jail than she had in her previous life. Yeah. Insane, right? And no guilt, I mean, guilt and and certain for certain aspects of it, but no guilt for what she, what she chose. You know, I know it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Guilt is still fear and, and guilt is based on what someone else would think about your decisions and what you did guilt. Mm -hmm. You can release guilt. It's in the judgment and the judgment and the self-judgment. She's free of self, free of self judgment. I mean, talk about freedom. I mean, I can't even imagine that level of freedom of freeing myself from self judgment. Can you, Mm. how free you would feel if you weren't judging yourself all the time? Gosh, I feel like that's the goal here. And a fear of, of being judged, which is one thing that I definitely has been. Yes. But fear of being judged is really just a reflection of the judgments you have on yourself. Exactly. That's a big limiting belief. And so, yeah, so, so to kind of transition back, that's, that is underneath a lot of what, of what is going on right now, but, you know, I've kind of begun this alignment workshop and I think it's just dredged up a lot of, of things, that happen. you know, which is great. And I'm, and I'm so grateful for it and sitting in gratitude always. So what's going on? Tell me. Um, well, God, where to start? There's, um, there is, you know, like a conclusion of a really busy period of my life that has kind of opened up an awareness of loneliness. Um, there's living in a new city and navigating kind of friendships and social calendar and life and whatnot here. 
um, that differs from, from my social situation prior. All right, so let's just take that first. So loneliness is a perception of lack mm-hmm. in connection with other people. And can you see this space in your life as even in moments, even if it doesn't stick, but just little moments at a time, which will get bigger and bigger as thank God I am here right now with more time and space to dive into this work. And whatever I have right now is exactly what I'm meant to have. And whatever I don't have, i.e. the relationship that is for me right now too, even if I can't see it now. If you can just adopt that beneficial belief and find even a moment in the day to really feel that, that's how you unlock the forces of the universe to bring you what you mm-hmm. not only want, but is there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. If you can take some moments when you're in that stream of consciousness, in the negative stream of consciousness, which we know has momentum and saying, Okay, now I'm time. I feel so alone. I'm in a new city. I don't have, I'm not in a relationship. And you start to feel yourself going down that road. Stop yourself. Say, I'm buying into the illusion. I set myself up for this aloneness right now for my growth, for my evolution, for my benefit. I am going to accept that right now. I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept that I'm not in a relationship right now. And that I'm in a new city and that, that I perceive there being effort to fill up my calendar, to be surrounded by people. I'm going to know and have faith that that is actually happening for me. I really believe it. And I, I'm excited to see how, and I'm excited to see what comes, but if you can just get into that space and you flip that stream of consciousness into the stream of consciousness of love, then you're in alignment then you're in agreement with your higher self, even if it's for five minutes. And in that five minutes, if you get any ideas in that five minutes, then that's what you act on. Anything you act on in the other minutes of the day when you're in that negative space will only be urges to control the conditions and will actually increase the fear and the perception of lack. It will just be a spiral downward. So if you can just take that beat. And even if at first you're just saying it to yourself, but you don't actually feel it and you don't actually believe it, but you write down, this is happening for me. I know it is. I believe it is. I'm going to, I'm going to take this space. You unlock, 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 open the pathways, clear out the pathways for the next thought to come. If you are not in that place, your inner self cannot send you the inspired ideas that are going to lead you to the relationship that are going to lead you to the abundance. Even though you are, if you see that you are abundant and you see that you are enough, that you don't need the exterior relationship to make you feel something you don't feel now, meaning wholeness, I need that person to make me feel whole. Then you're just going to attract by acting on urges to control the conditions, another mate who is going to make you feel less whole than you even do in this moment. So we got to understand that we're whole already. No one can make us feel anything because I promise you that it's true. You will, you'll just attract somebody that will make you feel less whole and, and more and lonelier 
it can feel more lonely to be in a relationship and say, I'm in a relationship and now I'm alone in this, you, you can actually bring on more of that. So you want to get in that place of real gratitude, real appreciation. So you don't create out of lack and create more lack, even if it's for five minutes. And in those five minutes, you allow your inner self to tell you what to do next. Then, you know, the fear will pop up. You're worried about what the judgments will be. You're worried about if you're good enough to do that thing or whatever the thing is, go get ice cream. And going get ice cream is so beautiful because that's a practice of acting on inspiration. You don't know what's going to happen on the way there, on the way back. Turns out it was for this conversation and maybe something as well outside of you. But you don't know if you go to get ice cream and you meet a friend and you see someone I mean, maybe going to get ice cream gives you confidence that the next time you're feeling good and you want to get ice cream, you tell yourself, oh, this was inspiration. I know I'm going to do that. And suddenly you're going to get ice cream once a week. And that's when you meet someone. That's when you have a friend who invites you to the barbecue where you don't know. You just have to have faith that it's leading you, guiding you little step by step by step. And that's all you need to do. That is your homework is to find those moments to say, I don't have a relationship right now. I trust it's for me. I don't prefer it right now, not loving it. It's not my favorite. I wanna have someone to do this stuff with, but I see that it's for my benefit. Trust, 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 and then act. That is it. Because you, your inner guide, knows how to get you there and knows how to make these things appear, as we said, not come to you, but appear. These negative thoughts are just clogging up the pipes. They are interrupting the vibration. You're putting sticks in the spokes of the bicycle and slowing the bicycle down and putting things in the way. Take the sticks out, let the bicycle move faster, faster, and let the things come to you, appear to you. Things all sort of exist simultaneously. We haven't gotten too much about time. The way we perceive time linearly is by jumping back and forth through dimensions constantly, a billion times a second. We're going in and out, in and out. Otherwise, time is like if you take a reel of a movie film strip and laid it out in front of you and each still is one moment. But then when you play each still fast, one after the other, after the other, after the other, it looks like the thing is moving or a flip book, right? If you stayed in one dimension, it would just be a still. We're constantly moving in and out of dimensions, which creates time. So time is happening, but everything's happening simultaneously. Everything's already happened. So by opening up the pathways, things aren't coming to you. They already exist. They just pop up. If you're a master manifester, you can make anything appear in a split second. Things will just appear. It's in your vibration. It's already there. So you just got to get out of the way. And the only thing that's in the way are these negative thoughts, these limiting beliefs that you need someone to feel good. You need to have a full calendar to feel fulfilled. Those are just limiting beliefs that create fear. That's it. So if you just get into alignment and see it all is perfect, even for five minutes and just do whatever comes to you in those five minutes or 10 minutes, it starts to stretch it out then voila, the good stuff appears. And that's the best thing you can do to make it happen, but not because you want to change the conditions. 
but just because you have faith. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. I think, you know, everything we desire is on the other side of the fear, right? And I very much subscribe to that. I think that without being faced, without the, the hurdles being put in front of me right now, I wouldn't, I won't go through and I have yeah. to go I think so, saying, no, you don't, you don't have to go through it. And, and that's, that's a limiting belief. That's, that's again, what we're talking about when we say you feel like you have to earn your happiness. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to effort and struggle to get it. You can have it at any moment you want. You do not have to go through anything to get to it. And when you say the desires on the other side of the fear, it's, it again, seems like a metaphor that you're trying to reach for something that you can't grab and the fears in the way. Yeah. But the thing is next to you with you already. And the fear is stopping you from seeing it. Mm -hmm. It's just blinders. Mm -hmm. And so you just want a clarity. That's what we're searching for is clarity. You just want to take the blinders off and be able to see. And when you have clarity, that brings alignment because when you have clarity, you are in agreement with your higher self, seeing as everything, seeing everything as perfect as happening for you and trusting that again, I'm just using this as an example, like not being in a relationship, not having the mate right now is part of your journey. And it's, if you needed a mate right now, you would have one for this part of your exploration, but you don't. And so having faith that I don't need that right now for my exploration. And when you're in clarity, you feel good. When you're aligned, you feel good. And when you're feeling good, nothing can, as you were saying, block you. But when you're feeling good, you can decide to feel good one moment from now. And suddenly what you think you desire, which is the relationship you no longer desire just in that moment. I'm good. This is great. I can wake up whenever I want. I can just clean up my own mess. I don't have to clean up after anyone. I don't have to tiptoe. I can march to the beat of my own drum, do what I want to do when I do it. I'm totally free. I don't need someone telling me what, where to be, when I am free. And suddenly just in that moment, cause you're aligned and appreciating where you are in that moment, you don't actually desire the mate. And that's the goal is seeing that you're already whole and you don't need anyone else to make you feel differently. Then of course one appears It's the same thing with money or anything else work. Mm -hmm. If you see that you don't need it, then it need not appear. If you don't need it, it doesn't need to be there. And if you can feel that and really trust, okay, I don't need it. It's not here. I don't need it. I don't need it to make me feel better. Then it appears because you really don't need it anymore. And there's no interruption in your vibration because you you're in Yeah, go ahead. What you don't need it because like, what would follow that? I don't need because the relationship or the Money. It's not here. I don't need it. It's not here. I don't need it in my, in my exploration. Otherwise I would have it. I have exactly what I need right now to do what I'm supposed to do. You being here, if you had what you think you want right now, you wouldn't be here. And being here is in alignment in, in agreement with your higher self. Now you're here. So now that stuff can come. No problem. You just have to say, Oh, I don't need it. 
I don't need it to be on my journey. I don't need a million dollars to call someone I love and tell that person I love him or her. I don't need a million dollars to do that. I can do that any moment of any day. If you feel like you need a million dollars to be happy, you are seeking outside conditions to make you feel something. It's never going to work. You'll get the million dollars. You'll worry about losing it. You will stress about it. You'll invest in the wrong thing and lose it in two weeks. It just, it will create more fear and anxiety. But if you see that you are abundant and more abundant than truly, we are so blessed in our lives. And yet we all feel like we don't have enough, but we have more than anyone needs. And if you see that you don't need anything else and then the other stuff's just going to come, but you truly, it won't mean anything to you. Just give it away. Mm-hmm. You get it. It'll come. It'll go. It's just energy. Money is just flow energy. Just like everything else. It's just flow. Let it flow in, let it flow out. Don't hold on to it and hoard it. That creates another kink in the vibration. Right. So it's all about just gratitude about what you got and trusting that what you have is exactly what you need to be on this journey. And then you feel good. Then you can manifest anything, but then what you think you want right now will change. What did I think I want six months ago is nowhere near what I want now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we sell our house tomorrow. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care about the clothes I'm wearing. I did just do a big shop for fun because it was my highest. Okay. So right now I'm wearing a dress from Amazon that cost me $25. It's I don't care. Thank you. I love it. I, it's like, who cares? And <laughs> She shared the I, link with all of us. So we all have it now. <laughs> all I, I, I have <laughs> everything I thought I wanted has flipped. Now I just want the courage to act on my inspiration. I want to get into alignment. I want to express my love. And then things have a way of working out. And then you look at it and go, oh my goodness, look how that all worked out. That's crazy that all worked out. Mm. I was inspired to... Okay. I was inspired to get some pictures taken because I have this incredible podcast with you ladies. And I wrote my book, which that's a whole other thing that's either happening, not happening. Doesn't matter. We'll wait and see what happens. And a million other things I'm doing. And I just wanted to, but I felt like I'm nursing right now. I'm, I'm still, I haven't like gotten rid of all my baby weight yet. And, and I knew that was fear. And so I knew that. So I thought to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now while I'm still nursing. And then my husband found a photographer on Instagram, Nick, and I will look up his last name so I can add that in. And he found him on Instagram and he said, this guy, this guy's great. You got to go to this guy. And Jason is a director and he was photographer, is a photographer and has a, a beautiful, incredible developed eye. I have a limiting belief that I have no eye. I have no clue what I'm looking at. He categorically has a very, uh, a high vibration eye. And mm-hmm. I looked at the Instagram and I thought, Oh, I no way. I can't, I'm not, these people are like, these are all like brilliant people. They're models. Yes. Or like famous comedians. And who am I? I can't do this. And I knew again, Oh God, that's fear. All right. I got to do it now. I have to, cause I want to. So I emailed him and said, do you want to have the most fun ever? And he emailed me back and said, let's do it. 
And then because I was doing that, I was inspired to a friend of mine as a stylist, again, for celebrities, who am I? And she has a lot of fear about working with friends. And I pushed past the fear, actually another friend pushed past the fear to ask her for help. And I jumped on, I was like, I, I want, I want to work with you too. I'm going to hire you. I'll pay you your rate. Let's do it. Whatever it takes. I want to do it. And that was inspired. So it was super fun. His, the photographer's name is Nick Rasmussen. If I'm pronouncing it right. Do you know him? No, but it's uh, Danish. It's Oh, Danish. thank you. Say it again. So I understand it. Rasmussen. Oh, Rasmussen. Thank you, Natasha. Amazing. Robert. Sexy. He's probably like, how how do I pronounce it? (laughs) I know, I know. That was sexy, Natasha. I love that. So so I get I we do this whole thing with this woman. I get rid of half my wardrobe. I'm having the best time ever. I have no ego in it. I'm like, oh, that piece that I paid a million dollars for and I never wore. Yeah, throw it away. Who cares? I'll give it to my sister. Like, like not throw it away. Everything I've either given, I've given away, but gone, 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 gone. Bye, bye, bye. New clothes, fun, fun. Do the photo shoot and get this one picture back, push through the fear that I have to send it to Shappy to um, add it to my logo. His wife is coincidentally, I, we had a conversation about her doing the podcast to do a one-on-one Katie. That was the last one. She comes on. It's done the same day. I have a new logo from her husband. She's on it all just lined up. So who knew it was just all going to line up and where it's going. And I thought, oh my gosh, just acting on inspiration and all just coming together at the exact same moment. That was a long story to get to that ending. But the point is (laughs) it all started with me just wanting to get some pictures done, not really having a reason, just wanting to do it and pushing past that fear to do it. None of any of that would have happened. The logo change for this podcast, which I love, I love so much. And none of it would have happened. Working with my friend stylist, having these clothes that I love, feeling more confident every day about what I'm wearing in that realm, because I did it because it was fun. I didn't do it because I felt like I was lacking in my wardrobe, I was walking around like, I feel gross. I was like, I love my dress for $30 and this would be so fun. And how great is that? None of it would have happened. None of it. I wouldn't have worked with this photographer who's now going to work with my husband and just snowballing. Who knows what's going to come of any one of these things, but do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so, that's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't know where it's leading. You never know where the inspiration is leading, but it's always leading to your highest excitement, your greatest joy, your happiness, all the things you truly want, which is to express love. And if a mate is required in that, then it all will come. You just got to get into alignment. That's all it is. Alignment, 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 feel good. And notice when you're out of alignment and the other thing you can do is not take action when you're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. stop yourself from acting on urges to control the conditions when you're out of alignment. If you do, that's fine. That's for you too. There's no wrong, mm-hmm. but if you're, tr- but now you're here. So now you're ready to create all that you prefer and all that brings you joy. So now that you're ready to do that, you can hold yourself accountable to act when you're aligned and not act when you're out of alignment. Don't throw your phone against a wall and smash it. It's just going to create a bigger headache. Right. Jordan's showing me a cracked phone. Did you smash it or just, just fall out of your pocket? 
No, it's just has never had a case. So she just <laughs> slowly but surely. But you know, funny enough, this this stuff that what that you know happened for me over the past week or so has has actually been a bit more about friendships than it has been about. Um, oh, okay, yeah, and it and a little bit of both, and it's been a really um, though, and I really appreciate Jackie. I appreciate the reframe of through the fire, and the, your desires are are just with you. It's about clarity, um, but and not but, and I think that had these situations not come up in kind of like the specific sequential order that they came up in, which continued to snowball, right? In the same way that yours did, but downwardly spiraling. That's great. That's good. I did it, right? But every single time things came up that I, that were, you know, either, well, limiting beliefs, beliefs that I have about myself that are not at the surface, they are buried. And had they not, which were horrifying by the way had they not and I embrace that here we are I wouldn't have been able to acknowledge that and to see things from a bit of a different perspective and shift my perception of it well yeah you can only see what you can see at the vibration you're at right now if this sequence of events happened to you last year you would not see them the way you're seeing them now which is why they're happening now they're happening now because you have raised your vibration through this work up, 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 and you're now ready to deal with this massive fear and core limiting belief about yourself. And this is actually very exciting. And I do not take away that it was most likely very painful hmm. to experience and hurtful but it's happening because you have these beliefs and they are all showing up for you to show you that you still have these beliefs. Can't sugarcoat it. They're there. And guess what? You're ready to tackle those. And you do that. You process that work and clean out the basement. Can you imagine how good you will feel? What is possible? What comes next? It's very, very exciting, titillating, interesting, who knows? So this has to happen. They have to show up for you this way. They can't show up for you any other way. They have to show up for you this way because those beliefs, those limiting beliefs you have about yourself are in your vibration. So they have to, if you didn't have these thoughts about yourself, they could not show up for you this way. Mm -hmm. These events could not happen. Yeah. Yeah. So yay. Woo, 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 woo. You're taking it to the next level. You've knocked down some walls in that metaphor of breaking through. Mm -hmm. And now you've just come up against a concrete wall. And now you've just started poking at it. And you know, because you have perspective, it's a fake wall. Yeah, yeah. You're chiseling away at it. It's not, it's not real. You're going to blow that thing down. Let it fall to dust. Yeah. But yay, yay. And I think, you know, the, the more I said this a few weeks ago, but the more that you are subscribing to subscribing is kind of a strange word. The more that, that I always you, say subscribing. Yeah. But like belief, I believe in the law of attraction. Now I'd never really been familiar enough with it, but I believe in it and I'm seeing it at play in both sides of the coin. Right. Right. I experienced. Yes. I was Good like, point. Oh my God, the magic, the universe is magical. Look at this situation. Look at that. I just keep running into the, Oh my God. But then, you know, I under, 
I was sort of not as grounded in that I needed to, to, you know, work through these things and I will continue to work through these things. Right? Yeah. But you even just saying that you just saying that seeing evidence of how the law of attraction works, even in the negative realm is the perspective you need about what just happened to you. That's it. You've taken the higher perspective. That's alignment. That's clarity. You like you started believing in the law of attraction. It's a beneficial belief. It benefits you because there's nothing that's true or false. My mom listens to this. Hi, mom. And my mom loves to tell me that there are, hi, Joe, there are things that she believes and things she doesn't, which I love. And I'm going to have her on. We're going to have the greatest conversation because there's nothing is true. There are no truths except that we're limitless beings of love. Now you can choose to believe that or choose to not believe that, but believing it is beneficial and it feels good and it makes life more fun and it's exciting. Or you can believe that we're not and you can stay in the illusion. You can buy into the matrix, live in the fear. That's all mankind has ever done. But we're at an exciting time of evolution because we are in this time of transformation. And I will say this, no matter how dark things seem right now in the world, we are very lucky to be alive right now because in the next five to 15 years, you're going to see transformation and change happen exponentially into the direction of love. And it is going to blow our minds and to imagine it right now would be impossible. It's going to be beautiful and exciting. This is a very exciting time to be alive. We want to be here no matter how dark it seems. So get excited, get curious, have some faith, adopt some beneficial beliefs that everything is gonna be okay, that we are more than okay. We are limitless, we are undefinable, we are loved, we are expanding even more than limitless, which is even limiting, that we're all in this together, that we've chosen to be here at this moment, that we are lucky to be here at this moment, that when we go back to the non-physical, we're just gonna wanna come back here because this is such an exciting time to be alive. That even though in the past, it may seem like they were glory days, whatever they were experiencing, was more in fear and more fraught than what we're experiencing now. And just love that, adopt it, have faith in it, play with it. Don't take it so seriously. Toy around with the negative beliefs, toy around with the positive beliefs, see what happens. It's not testing, it's playing. That's all we're doing. We're learning and growing and evolving and let's do it together and have some fun and not take it at all that seriously. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Jackie Seiden. Once again, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation on the Evolution Pod Club. It is a really cool time to be alive. We are going to witness and have only just begun to start to witness this transformation. And the truth is everyone on this call and everyone listening to this call is a great explorer. And the fact that you have attracted these teachings to yourself at this moment in time means that you have raised your vibration enough to even consider these ideas puts you at the forefront of evolution of all mankind. You are paving a way, you are opening pathways for other people to come in behind you at even higher vibrations. And I just want to say thank you for being here. 
And thank you for being a part of this conversation and even just considering or mulling over any of these ideas, talking about it with a friend, just playing with it. Because it's this type of thinking that we are the creators, this empowered, beneficial thinking that truly is going to be the impetus for the evolution of mankind. And it propels us forward and it ascends all the mass consciousness. You having these positive thoughts makes it possible for someone else across the globe to have access to those same thoughts, no matter what you're doing. And that's how this transformation is happening. It's happening right now and you're a part of it. What better feeling is there to be a part of something so big? And there's evidence all over the place that this is happening. And we'll get into that in more detail, I'm sure, next time. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sending my love.